Oh yeah, we're back. Elevate podcast. I'm yours truly, host Sherman Jones. We're back at it again, man. Big news came out of LA last night. Magic Johnson stepped down as the president of basketball operations. Um, a lot of people asked for my take on that. So here it goes. So what happened is before the Lakers played last night, um, Magic Johnson had a 45-minute press conference uh, on the spot where he announced that he was stepping down as the president of basketball operations for the LA Lakers, right? Uh, he cited that he wasn't able to be himself. Um, he wasn't happy. Um, hey, that's, that's what the man said. Um, I think that when he, he gets into the point where he's saying that he's not able to be himself, he's more uh, talking about himself as the Hall of Famer, uh, the NBA ambassador. Um, he said that uh, when Russell Westbrook, two times in the last week, he wanted to congratulate Russell Westbrook on, one, the 2020-20 game, and then uh, Russell Westbrook averaging a triple-double for a season for the third year in a row. But... He wasn't able to do it because if he tweets a congratulations to Russell Westbrook, he gets fined for tampering. Uh, a few months back when uh, the story broke that Ben Simmons wanted to work with Magic Johnson, uh, pick his brain, work with him, um, work on his game. Uh, that came out. And again, Magic Johnson hit with tampering. He wasn't fined for tampering, but they, they dug into it. Um, that's not him being himself. He's an ambassador for the NBA. He he's able to um talk to players, help players, help players with their game, talk to players about business. And while being the president of basketball operations for the Lakers, he's not able to do that. Um, so he also said he wasn't happy. Um, I'm an advocate for doing things that make you happy. Uh. A lot of people have speculated other things went on with the Lakers and they're talking about some articles coming out where they're talking about him uh, being a terrible boss, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, from my standpoint, I just take a man at his word. Um, I was always taught that uh, the most important thing that a man has is his word. So if he says that he wants to step down because he's not happy, and he's not able to be himself, then I take it for that. Um, I don't I don't put too much more into it. Um, it's free country. Do what you want to do. Um, I want people to always do what makes them happy. Uh, if you guys were on a job now, you're not happy. I'm sure you'll quit. Um, which gets to my next point. I fully support him quitting. If, if he's on a job, and he feels like he's not happy or he's not able to be himself. Quit. Um, being a, a a Lakers fan doesn't change the fact that the man isn't happy doing his job. Now, one could say it was a failure. Fine, if you don't if, if you're being successful uh, after basketball, just being Magic Johnson and and being a celebrity, and then you were the coach of the Lakers for 16 games and quit. You had a talk show; it wasn't going well. You quit, and now you're the president of basketball operations, and it's not going the way you thought it would go, and you quit. More power to you. It is what it is. That's your choice. Um, a lot of people going around saying 
that uh, the way that he did it in the press conference, because he did a press conference and he didn't tell the owner of the Lakers, he didn't talk to LeBron James, et cetera, et cetera. Man, stop that bull crap, man. That's a grown man. And as a grown man, he doesn't owe anybody anything. He doesn't owe anybody an explanation for anything. If he's doing something that he doesn't want to do it no more, he could just say, I don't want to do it anymore. It's that simple. Um, would you? Would LeBron have liked to know? Sure. Would, would Jeannie Buss have liked to know? Sure. But he doesn't owe you anything. Um, he doesn't. And him and Jeannie have known each other for about 40 years, grew up together. So that personal relationship is still going to be there. But in the business, on the business side, uh, I don't think that he did anything wrong. Because if there was ever a time where your boss is going to fire you, I'm pretty sure they don't give you a memo saying about to fire you. So if the shoe's on the other foot, it wouldn't be that way. So again... I support Magic Johnson. Hey, man, you're a legend. Uh, you'll always be a Laker. If you don't want to do the job, you don't want to do the job, man. It's that simple for me. Um, I know people are going to have their own take on this, but, hey, if you're not happy, man, do what you love. If, if, that's, if that's going on vacation every other week, do it. Whatever you can afford and whatever, you make, whatever makes you happy, do it. And truth be told, Magic Johnson wasn't even there like that. I've been told that being the the basketball and the president of basketball operations is a 75 to 80 hour week, 80 hour a week job. Magic Johnson didn't want to do that. So if he can't, if he, if he's not happy doing that and he can't be himself doing that, plus he's hurting them by not being able to do that, quit. It's perfectly fine with me. Um, it's, it's a rumblings going around that, uh, the Lakers, should just go across the hallway to the Clipper side and talk to uh, Mr. West. Wake up, Mr. West, Mr. West. But, I mean, Mr. West is 81 years old. I don't think that I would want him working 75 to 80 hours a week either. So, if it's up to me, personally, I wouldn't talk to him either. It sounds like a great idea because he's a Laker, but it doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. And if... If Magic Johnson stepped down, it could be, well, since he stepped down, it could be a blessing in disguise. Because now Jeannie Buss can clean house. All staff, go. Everybody, gone. And she can get new people in there. You get you, you get you a new president of basketball operations, and then they can hire their GM, and then they can get their coach. And then, I mean, of course, you want to see if LeBron got anything to say about that. Cool. But, I mean, Magic did your thing, man. Just If, you, if you're not happy, move around. Now, um... While I'm saying that I don't agree with going to get Mr. West, I would say call up David Griffin, who was a former uh, GM of the Cleveland Cavaliers. I would say see if you can pull Pat Riley to the side and have a conversation. He's a former Laker. And the Miami Heat ain't going nowhere. Dwayne Wade leaving. He's the best thing that ever happened to them. He gone. So why not try to get Pat Riley? David Griffin's proven. Pat Riley know what he's doing. Pat Riley got a relationship with LeBron. Had one. They fell out. They got back together. They cool. David Griffin got a relationship with LeBron. Dan Gilbert, the Cavaliers owner, is the one that didn't renew David Griffin's contract, even though LeBron was 
was uh, vouching for him. So those two options there, like, they'd be pretty good to me. Go talk to David Griffin. But first, I would talk to Pat Riley first because he's a legend. But then if you have to go outside of, of Laker galore, then I would go ahead and go get uh, David Griffin. And then let him get his own GM and then go from there. Win-win for everybody. Um, now, I was talking earlier uh, to a guy about what the playoff picture could look like. So, as of right now, um, the Rockets are half a game up on Portland for the third seed. And they're half a game back of Denver for the second seed. Now, the Rockets lost uh, on a buzzer beater last night. Paul George hit with a buzzer beater. If the Lakers, I'm sorry, if the Rockets had won that game last night, that would be the two seed because the Denver Nuggets lost. So if the Denver Nuggets and Houston Rockets finish tied, then the Rockets own a tiebreaker by way of hit-to-head record. Um, but they blew it. So they're just the Rockets have no more games left. The Nuggets have one left. Um, and Portland has one left. So it's it's we'll see what happens. If if the Nuggets win tonight, there'll be a two seed. If Portland wins tonight, if Portland if Portland and Denver wins tonight, the Rockets are finishing the fourth seed. And they'll be hosting the home I mean they'll be hosting the playoff series uh as the home team. Um but if they finish fourth, the Golden State Monsters are gonna be meeting them in the second round. Now, um if they finish third, they may have to get a first-round matchup with OKC. And that right there is kind of scary because that team is a sleeper to me. The OKC team is very, very – has the potential to be very, very good. Now, if – I think if both teams play to their full potential, then OKC may be able to get that win. And they're just scary because um, they underachieved – but they have the players to get it done. Now, it's Paul George's opportunity to prove himself once again after the way he flamed out at the end of the playoffs last year, at the end of the first round, uh, when he had that abysmal game, scoring single-digit points, five points, six points. So, yeah, it's another opportunity for Paul George to show up. Um, all the regular season stuff that he's already done doesn't mean anything. It's playoffs now. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, OKC is going to be my dark horse out of the West to make it to the Western Conference Finals if they can avoid playing the Warriors in the first and second round. I think they can beat everybody else. Uh, the Rockets and, the, and OKC will be a toss-up for me, but I think the OKC might beat them. Um, but again, we'll see what happens. Uh, James Harden can really get it done. Um, his usage rate has been high, so we'll see how that ends up playing out. Uh, they really cost themselves last night because they had won that game. Like I said previously, they would have been the two seed. And being the two seed guarantees you're not going to play the Warriors until the West Conference Finals. They, they, they have a good chance of beating everybody else. Um, but now you have to make it to that point again. And again, that usage rate, very, very high. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um OKC, Dark Horse, Dark Horse out of the West. Um, ooh. NCAA Tournament Championship game was a couple days ago. Uh, Virginia beat Texas Tech. 
the game started off pretty slow. Um, the first 10 minutes of the game, I think the score was like 4-2 or something, 4-3. Pretty boring. And then teams, both teams are hitting shots. I guess they calmed their nerves down. They both start hitting shots. Uh, back and forth game. Um, Texas Tech took the lead late. And then Virginia came back and went to overtime. And Virginia won the game. Um, now, the NCAA tournament is a good way to kind of boost your draft stock if you have a good outing. Um, Carson Edwards, for example. I'm pretty sure his draft stock was pretty decent. But after the tournament that he had... Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it skyrocketed. Um, he may, he may have been a late first round pick, second round pick before the tournament. I think now he's probably in the mid first round, like after the lottery in the twenties, but not too late. Um, which is good. He's made himself some money. Uh, but the flip side of that, you know, playing against. Those those playing those those better games after the first weekend could kind of expose you a little bit too. Um, for example, I think that Cam Reddish's stock is down, uh, even though he's young and he has raw ability, raw talent. He's pretty. I'm pretty sure he's still going top ten, so which is a, is a blessing in itself. Um, but I think that he hurt himself when he played in a tournament because he didn't really do anything. Um, it's a big stage. It's not a game on an ACC network or it's not a game that's late night on ESPNU. It's national TV games. Everybody's paying attention to every single game, every minute of every game. So the spotlight's real big. And I don't think Cam was able to deliver. Um, and then the fella from Texas Tech, Jared Culver, he started off well. But then, as you, as you know, his team made it to the championship. And those last couple of games in the Final Four, he's kind of exposed a little bit. So... Um, that kind of hurt him. He, he, he's he been a consensus top five pick all year. And, and after the tournament, I would say his draft stock slid a little bit. Um, of course, you still have the workouts and you still have upcoming things that to happen that he may be able to go back up. I mean, again, he did play in championship game, but it was just he didn't it didn't look right. And he wasn't playing against top tier NBA guys. He's playing against college guys and that's that's nothing against um Michigan State uh nothing against Virginia but those those teams they they weren't like NBA teams he 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 didn't shoot the ball well for one he didn't recover just well it was a time where he came off a screen and he he's a he's a big guy 67 6667 uh and a little guy got on him and instead of you know going by him and, and using your 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 raw talent, your abilities to show your NBA program, he settled a lot, and those shots didn't fall. So it's like, like I said, as you play in these games and as you as you get further and further down the line, these games have that spotlight on it. So with that spotlight being on, you got to be able to perform. So I mean, we'll we'll see what happens, and and but I do think that. Uh, Cam Reddish's stock is down, and I think that Jared Culver's stock is down. But I think DeAndre Hunter, the the wing from uh, Virginia, three four man, whatever you want to call him, probably NBA three. His stock is up. He made some big time shots, uh, shot the ball well. He he was efficient, played defense. So I mean, I believe that his stock should be on the rise. He's a sophomore, so that's good. He's still young. Um, 
But we'll just see what happens because, you know, usually as guys get older, their stock kind of falls a little bit. P.J. Washington, stock up. Kid played in two games. Stock's up. Stock up. Um, like I said, Carson Edwards' stock is up. Cam Brady's stock is down. Trey Jones even already decided to come back to school. Stock down. So, I mean, like I said, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, and I, as I wrap it up, Hey, like I always tell you guys, make sure you hug your loved ones and tell them you love them uh, every day as much as you can because nothing's guaranteed guaranteed to us in this world. Y'all be blessed. One.